Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery Podcast. Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, you know, it's really awesome to do this podcast, and I really enjoy doing it. And I really hope that, you know, as you guys listen to this and as you do the work that I talk about in the podcast, that that you're getting the results that you want. And if you're not getting the results that you want, you know, feel free to reach out to me and set up a a free consult, or you can go on to my website and you can enroll in the self-mastery membership all by yourself. If you just go to zackspafford.com, there's a link there. The membership is a lifetime membership. So you get access to all the cool stuff that we do in the membership for a lifetime, which, you know, that's not bad, right? And as you get better at what it is that you're doing with pornography or whatever habit it is that you're trying to eliminate, you can move on and you can use these skills to do something else and you can bring those uh, those questions that you have for that particular issue to uh, to either our open coaching calls or you can just email me, all right? So I hope that uh, I hope this is helpful to you. Please share it with anybody that is uh, that you think might have, you know, some need of this because it's such a fun thing for me to do. Um, and uh, and as I do it, I find that I I find the most amazing people who are just so grateful for what it is that Darcy and I do here. So this week I am <laughs> I'm recovering from back surgery. It's really unpleasant. Uh, I I can't hardly stand uh, or sit or do anything. But that should uh, that should solve the problem that was really a problem, which was um, it what which was my sciatic nerve was flaring up and I couldn't I couldn't bend my legs. It was it was terrible. But I had back surgery on Monday and so I'm recording this on a Wednesday, uh, three days after I had my surgery. And so if if none of this makes sense, you can blame it all on the muscle relaxers, which I haven't taken for a couple of days. But all right. So last week we discussed and I put out a podcast that that was talking about how goals can be problematic when we're working to achieve lifelong behaviors rather than short-term events. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to it. But as promised, this week, we will be talking about how to decide what your values are. In addition to that, we'll talk about how to more fully live them. And this isn't going to be very long, but it is going to be full of things that you're going to want to do. So you may want to get out a piece of paper and write it down. So when you think of your values, this is often where your deepest emotions lie. And as a result, this may be an emotional process for you to go through. And as you think about, you know, what your values might be, I find it helpful to use I statements that convey a sense of who you are. For example, from the last podcast, uh, you know, we had this I statement, I choose sexual experiences that create intimacy. 
Here we have, in just one sentence, a current position on who we are, who we want to be, and how we want to act in the moment, in, in, every, in any given moment, right? Not just in a specific moment, but in most moments. And when you think about you know, your pornography struggle or any struggle that you have, if your goal is to eliminate a pornography habit, you know, the thing that you want to do to really decide, okay, what's my actual value here, is to ask yourself, what would achieving this goal show that I stand for or support, or stand against, or oppose, right? So if, if my goal is to eliminate a pornography habit, ask myself, what would achieving this goal show that I stand for, or support, or stand against, or oppose? And as you look at the core values that emerge from that question, you can form them into these I statements that can fully express and inhabit that core value. So for instance, if I were answering the question, what would eliminating pornography from my life achieve and show that I stand for or support, I might say, um, well, the things that I stand for and support are living chastely and being open uh, you know, and honest, uh, maybe vulnerable. You can kind of use those interchangeably. Jennifer Finlayson Fife uses those pretty interchangeably, and she really likes the word open because what that means is I am available to, to my partner uh, more than vulnerable because vulnerability kind of tends to feel like a, uh, a weakness, and it's not. Like being open with your partner is totally, um, totally a strength, I think. And then the last thing I would put in there is like creating intimacy in my life. So I might say, I stand for living chastely and being open and creating intimacy in my life. So the I statements that I would take out of that would look something like this. I live chastely. Right, so that's an I statement that I would use to convey a value. Uh, another I statement I would say would be, I'm open with my spouse about my sexuality, including when or if I view pornography. And then, of course, that phrase from earlier that we used as an example, I choose sexual experiences that create intimacy. And as you go through the process of doing this, you might want to come up with two or three core value statements that are easy to remember, and that help you convey to yourself a new sense of who you are. And then in the process of living those values, it's, it is important to keep in mind what we learned about what values actually are last week. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and get familiar with what values are because it's really important. And you know, you'll want to, one of, the, one of the key components of what we learned last week was that you'll want to hold these new values loosely meaning that rather than hold so tightly to them that when you fail to live up to them, you beat yourself up and feel like these values are impossible to live by. Instead, you hold them like you would maybe a handful of sand. This is a good analogy I like to use. You know, if you've ever grabbed a handful of sand and squeezed it tightly, you'd probably have noticed that most of the sand escapes your grip and you're left with very little of it when you open your hand. So rather than do that when it comes to values, using the sand again as an analogy, we, we pile the sand on an open palm. And we end up being able to hold more than we could by squeezing it. And this analogy also allows us to prioritize which sand and how much of each type of sand we will hold at a given time in our lives. And again, we talked about this a little bit in the last one. You know, when you prioritize your values, sometimes they don't, they don't take a back seat per se, but they really do not necessarily take up as much space in our hand but we can hold more values uh, more carefully, right? 
So when we prioritize our values properly, we find that we're no longer trying to hold on to ever decreasing amounts of capacity in our hands, but we're, at, you know, in, in the end, we're allowing at times some values to not be as at the forefront because of our current needs while still maintaining a small focus on values that are really quite important to us, even if they're not urgent in that moment. So as you hold on to your values, lightly prioritizing them as you do, you'll find you'll need to practice your values for yourself and in your interactions with others. So you'll recognize that as you focus on a priority value, that your other values are still relevant to your life and who you want to be. They don't go away. They don't disappear, but they're still there as part of the process. But you might, you know, you might put all of the other values in one palm you know, as much of that as you can carry. And then you might focus in on one value in the other palm of your hand, really just putting as much of that in that palm so that you can totally focus in on that and recognize it as a priority, right? One key to living your values more fully is being aware of what they actually are, which is what we've just done in the the exercise above. We've kind of sussed out one key component of what you might find to be your values. The next key to living your values more fully is practicing them whenever you can. So one thing that you're going to want to do here is you're going to want to get out a piece of paper and you're going to want to you know, write down some scenarios where you've not lived up to your values. And just be honest with yourself. Be open about what's actually happened and look into your past uh, as, as a data point, as a place to find information, not as a place to beat yourself up. And when you find those past situations, what you'll want to do is you'll want to role play what you would do if you had lived up to your values. You know, find that situation and go, okay, this is what I did. This is how I acted. How would I act differently if I lived according to the values that I, I, I want to have in that moment? And you could even go into, you know, safe situations where you previously had not practiced your values and practice them. So when I say safe situations, I'm not, you know, if if you've been, if you've uh, frequented maybe some massage parlors in the past, if that's something that you've done, I would not recommend you go to a massage parlor and practice this. But I, you know, I would find a safe situation where you can practice your values and not uh, and not you know have to beat yourself up or really have to exert an extraordinary amount of willpower. Uh, for instance, if you've not been truthful with your spouse and one of your values is that I'm open and honest, then you might take a few minutes each day and just openly convey to your spouse what your feelings are, what your real feelings are, right? Like, you know, this is what's happened with me, right? I'm stressed at work. I'm frustrated with the way that we're interacting, whatever it is. Uh, And you can do this in a non-threatening and simple way. For instance, you, you know, you can come to them and just ask them to just listen to you for one minute. You're not asking them to fix this or even respond to what you say but you, you're going to open up and tell them what's going on for you. And when you do this regularly, maybe for a month, maybe for two months, it will become second nature to just speak about your life in real terms rather than hiding from them and you're hiding from your feelings and the things that you struggle with and keeping that from your partner. And, and the goal here is to, one, it's to convey to yourself that you actually are capable. And two, it is to show yourself 
that you can live your values and you don't have to, you don't have to be afraid of them. You don't have to worry about, am I going to survive? Am I going to, no, this is, hey, I'm living my values. I'm going to do what I need to do. Look at me go, right? And I want you to practice, you know, find one value this, this week, work on it for a month. Next month, we'll find a different value, right? But you can do this over and over and over again. And as your values shift and as they grow, you don't have to keep all the values that you found like in the very beginning. You might think, oh, you know, one of my values is to not be hurt. Maybe that's one of the values that you have. But maybe later on you might find, well, actually, I actually do want to risk and be loved. And inherent in being loved, there's this risk. And so inherent in, in risking is, is a little bit of pain. And so you might grow past the idea of, well, my value is to never be hurt. And you might grow to, my value is to give love and receive love as much as I can. And that might, you know, make that one value go away and bring up a better value. That's why we hold these values lightly. Because as we grow and we become bigger and stronger people, we actually, we, we don't want always the same values that we started with. All right, you guys? Listen, I love you guys. I hope that this is helpful to you. If it is, please share it with somebody. Help them get what they need. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you. Sign up for a consult at zackspafford.com slash workwithme, and you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self-mastery journey. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.